Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding, the Draw Play Podcast. I hope you all had a great turkey week. I had a great turkey week. I ate way too much turkey, as I usually do. It was delicious. I fell asleep probably around 9 o'clock, and then woke up just in time to see the Steelers blow the crap off of the Colts. With me, as always, is the one thing Meatloaf wouldn't do for love, Sam Grezis. Oh, yeah, dude. He would He would do everything for love, but he won't do that. Uh, incidentally, I really love Meatloaf. Both both the, uh, the famous musician and the food. The key is to always put a little bit of veal in your meat blend. I can't say I've ever heard that. Meatloaf's always been very hit or miss for me. That's true. That's true. Uh, Good meatloaf, uh, a good way to tell the difference between a good meatloaf and a bad meatloaf is a good meatloaf has veal in it. (laughs) Okay. There's your food facts here from Intentional Sounding. Good meatloaf has veal in it. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) So this was a pretty good week of football. It it was. Hell, this might have been the best week of football we've had all season. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. I I, I think it's in the running. It's definitely in the running. Even the yeah, games that sucked were kind of interesting. Even the games that weren't really aren't relevant anymore, the teams that really mm-hmm. aren't relevant anymore, mm-hmm. still had some excitement to them. Yeah. Um, well, I, fair warning, we are recording this on Monday before the Packers-Eagles game because of travel constraints not allowing us to do it tomorrow. We're both going to so, be on planes. So maybe that game will just suck really hard. So just in case we're dating ourselves like we usually do, that game has not happened yet, so we yeah. won't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do have a we do have a very deep and rich history of being proven wrong. Uh, even when we recorded on Tuesdays, like we've talked about a news item, and then right when we're done recording. Or on Wednesday, they'll be like, "Oh, that news item you just talked about in the podcast." is 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 moot or it you know something has happened to make was it two weeks ago that we recorded and we talked about how starting jared goff would be a dumb decision and then immediately after we got off they started jared goff like the news yep revealed itself it was it was literally i want to say within 15 minutes of 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 recording stopping uh jeff fisher was like yeah we're gonna start jared goff there's one of them every week yeah yeah and i hope you're still playing the drinking game I got yeah. myself a nice glass of wine right now. Mm, nice. It's a white, in case anyone's wondering. I save my reds for later. It's true. It's true. If you're gonna if you're gonna day drink, red wine isn't the uh, isn't the uh, <laughs> ideal. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Let's talk about Thanksgiving games. Yeah. Two great games followed by a really terrible one. Yeah, but again, which is exactly watching. what we expected. It's true. It's true. And watching offense only is is fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Another another Matt Stafford fourth quarter comeback. The e- the Lions are kind of amazing. Uh, they were was I was listening or I was watching the broadcast because of course I was it's Thanksgiving games and you know we do a yeah. football podcast so I watch all the games. But <laughs> um, one of the announcers said something like the 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 Detroit Lions are down by uh, less than a score at the end of the third quarter. Which is exactly where they want to be. Mm-hmm. So they have, the, they have the Vikings right where they want them. And everyone laughed, but everyone laughed in that way that they're like, oh, actually, though, no, you're kind of right. Because it's amazing. It's amazing that, that Matt Stafford has and can keep doing this more often than not this year. Yeah. He's, he has, he's, this has become their trademark. They're yeah. the cardiac cast. This isn't even exclusive to this year i feel like no, the lions have been doing this for several years it's true and this is the year where they seem to be coming out on top of them at a better percentage yep but yep. their the wins are even more preposterous yep yeah i, I and the and the stats the stats are just are just ridiculous i mean i do too i'm gonna i'm also gonna say this this might be a hot take this might not be a hot take I'm going to judge by reaction on you. Yeah, I yeah. think Matt Stafford might be a better quarterback without Calvin Johnson. Uh, he doesn't have that security blanket anymore. So he's he's playing differently, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes and no. I mean, he's definitely become 
uh, by necessity, a quarterback that spreads the ball around a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really like the argument, and this isn't the argument you made, but it gets made a lot on ESPN, is that when a quarterback loses his number one receiving threat, uh, the quarterback gets more versatile. Um, and I don't think you can really go there. I think it's more of, it's not so much the quarterback gets better, it's that the game plan changes, right? Yeah. And, and the quarterback adapts to the game plan, or maybe the game plan is better suited for that quarterback, right? So, mm-hmm. so when you lose a guy like Megatron, right, you, do, you have to change the routes your wide receivers are running. Because now, I mean, now you've got you, you know you got Anquan Bolden and Golden Tate, who are two very very dangerous receiving threats. Not neither of which are you know are Megatron level, of course, but you you start drawing up different schemes. So I think that I don't think that's a hot take, but I think that's more coaching, I think, than anything that's really changed in Matt Stafford, if that makes sense. So basically what you're making the argument is we need to all praise Jim Bob Cooter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> praise, praise the almighty Cooter, dude. Praise, praise be to Cooter. Yep. Praise be. Yep. Uh, Vikings are bad. Vikings, Vikings are bad. <laughs> Vikings are toast. They're going to miss the, they're going to miss the playoffs. I love how there was, there was that pregnant pause and both of us were just like, okay, transition time. What Vikings are bad. And it just did the Cause we were both trying time. to think of something to yep. say. Well, but that's, the there isn't so anything left to, to say, say anymore. They're just terrible. Bradford had a good game. He only missed uh, six of his passes, which which is which is good. He passed for two hundred and twenty four yards. Uh, wasn't able to to get it into the end zone, um, but you know he had he had a good game. I I think that I don't think you can put this season's woes squarely on the shoulders of no i think you have to put it on the offensive line yeah i offensive line and some injury problems like that that is where the vikings that's very true from yep but it's gonna undo them the vikings are toast the lions now own that division and Mm -hmm. i think they're going to keep it uh yeah you think really that's man that's a real hot take right there (laughs) (laughs) such a it's the (laughs) <laughs> NFC North known for being a real gauntlet. <laughs> Cowboys, Redskins. Uh, a lot closer than, I mean, I was expecting, I think. I, I thought it was going to be a one-score game, but I didn't think it was going to be, I guess. It, I think I think I the mean, problem with this game is the Redskins got themselves in a big hole early, and they just, they just did, weren't able to keep pace with the Cowboys and climb out of it. They tried. They tried their damnedest, but if but they just got into a deep hole at the beginning, and they don't have the team to come back from that. That's true. The Cowboys have the team that's built to have a lead and then just sit on it, sit on it, and yeah. then slowly build. But the Redskins do not have the team to strike back and then come back. Mm-hmm. So it was just too much to overcome at the beginning. Which this is a really good Cowboys team. Yeah, I mean and. Well, you were can talking... we just take a moment to praise the New York Giants? Because can you imagine how insufferable this league would be right now if we hadn't won that week one game and Dallas was undefeated? Oh, God. Point? Yeah. Oh, geez. Geez. I totally forgot about that. Yes. Thank you. Can you imagine thank how you. bad it would be right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, I can. If Dak Prescott I can. and Zeke were. Oh, my goodness. It would be so awful. It'd be pretty we... terrible. Skip Bayless would be the most insufferable man alive. Uh, I mean, Instead, he's one of the most insufferable men. Yeah, just, just one of them. <laughs> Actually, this is a good tangent here, because I was thinking about this yesterday. I So we all know Skip Bayless left ESPN, mm-hmm. and he's basically just redid first take yeah. with Shannon Sharp in the Stephen A. Smith slot, yeah. which in some ways is probably better because it's – Shannon Sharp sucks, but it's not hard to be better than Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. And yeah. in that way, I definitely think Shannon Sharp is better than Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> because he's not Stephen A. Smith. Because he's sure. not Stephen A. Smith, sure. by virtue of not being Stephen A. Smith. It's a fair However, point. I saw a commercial yesterday for another Fox Sports 1 show that's coming up. I don't remember the name of it. I think... I, I can't remember the name of it, but it has Colin Coward and Jason Whitlock. It was it's it's and all, I'm trying it's to figure out all which takes of those two show is worse. 
It's called All Takes Matter, first That's of all. That's what it's... The show it is, is called All Takes Matter. So... Uh, that can't be real. It's I real. I feel like I've seen something else indicating I, I mean, I can no. I can look this up. Like, I, No, I don't think that's real. There's no way that's real. Matter. All Takes Matter. Yep. I, I mean, I, I'm telling you, I know it's real. Uh, All Takes Matter. I, Colin Coward and Jason Whitlock debate whatever. It's it, First of all, it's called All Takes Matter. Second of no, all... No, it's called Speak for Yourself, isn't it? They might have changed the name. Speak for Yourself with Coward and Whitlock. I just posted a picture of it on Twitter yesterday. I knew it wasn't All Takes Matter. Well, that okay, so well, there it was... It wouldn't be that dangerous. There, there was a show, and maybe they rebranded it, but Whitlock and Coward did have a show that was called All Takes Matter on Fox Sports 1 for uh, a little bit there. Uh, no one watched it, but whatever. So well, my, now my, it's Speak for Yourself. Okay, fair, fair enough. My, my opinion on it is, is that uh, Whitlock, both Whitlock and Coward are, in my opinion, near Skip Bayless levels of terrible. Yes. Very near. Shannon Sharp is not near Skip Bayless levels of terrible. That's the way I see it. it so if you take an the average. The other thing is, we talked about this probably a while ago, that... As much as everyone hates Skip, and we hate Skip, Skip's, mm-hmm. Skip's obnoxious, and I hate him, I hate his stupid hair, and I hate his stupid face, Skip's aware of what he's doing. Yeah. He's a knowing troll. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I look at Coward and Whitlock, I feel like they're more likely that they actually believe their own crap. Right. And that bothers me. <laughs> well, Skip Bayless, there's a bit of like showmanship to it, I guess. He's absolutely aware of him showing it up. Yeah. Yes, he is he is a troll and he knows it. Which you know, I for a show that's meant to be that's meant to be entertaining and really not like have any sort of substantive debate. You watch that show to see what these people are saying, you know, and to be like, "Oh man, hot take." Yeah. Like listen, if you're going to watch a show like that, watch the one with with skip bayless right like because that's what he does i absolutely uh, so that's i guess i (laughs) colin coward might have a little bit of knowing troll to him but i don't i think jason whitlock is 100 percent sincere in his stupidity yeah that's that's true also colin coward isn't really that good at it either like that's the other thing i man i hate i hate colin coward i hate colin coward so much I, I kind of respect Skip Bayless a little bit. I hate Colin. Yeah. 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 I hate Steelers Colts. Steelers Colts. Offenses. Yay. Scott Tolzien, I that was probably one of the worst series he's I've seen yeah. a quarterback start with. Yeah. But he got better. He did. His, he did. His first three his first two plays especially were just his... atrocious. <laughs> we were we were laughing about it. Um we were like uh, messaging each other and, and and laughing about his his first series, but it, the it became clear I think later on he kind of settled down. He made some good throws, and it became clear that any kind of uh, trouble he was having, you can really kind of put that on the offensive line and the fact that they don't have a rushing game, but yeah, possibly but... because they don't have an offensive line, but. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that the Ste- the Steelers defense is kind of crap. Yeah, yeah, they crap. are. Because the Colts could this easily could have been twenty eight to twenty one. Yep. This could have been tied twenty one to twenty one, but little Mr. Tolzien tripped and fell on third and goal twice. This was this was the expected result. Oh, absolutely. Everyone expected the Colts with Scott Tolzien to yep. be nothing. Scott Tolzien slightly exceeded expectations, but not on the scoreboard, so nothing no. really matters. Yeah. Let's yeah. move on. Turkey Day was good. Mm-hmm. Hope you had some fun times with your family. Hope you didn't have too many questionable arguments. We mm-hmm. didn't. No. I hope no, you didn't. I didn't. Actually. Good. So let's talk about your team. Yeah, let's. The Titans at Bears. First um, off, keep, let's keep praising the Titans. All hail the Mariota cop mustache. Yeah, yeah. I was worried there for a second. Honestly, I was worried that Mark Mariota uh, wouldn't be able to get it done and that we needed to bring Marcus back. But... Um, he, Titans are now, I think, tied with the Texans for the AFC South 
top. I think the Texans still have the tiebreaker, but they really the Titan, better. The Titans, I, the better Titans win are at it. the top. I want the Titans to win that division so bad. How I, great well, is that going to be? Well, they have they have the a better chance at beating at like winning a a playoff game than anyone else in that division. I think. yeah, I think that's I think that's a fair assessment. Uh, like especially I, if they play someone who doesn't have a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because they're. The Titans' downfall is going to be their secondary. Yep. It's really bad. Case in point, Matt Barkley looked like a legitimate starter. Yeah, yesterday. that's true. Well, here, the other thing is that I, I don't, I, you know, I, I'm not going to go all out on this, but Matt Barkley was, was fitting some throws into coverage that I was He was to acceptable see. yesterday. You know, I can see the Bears starting him the rest of the year he after looked, that game. I'm not. I'm not saying he looked like a good quarterback. I, I'm just going to say. He oh, he still like made some really terrible decisions. That one interception in the end zone. Yeah, that was, was really bad. bad. That was really that bad. That was a really bad play. But but he he led a you know a fourth quarter go ahead drive or would have been a go ahead drive, and then. The Bears receivers. Uh, oh my God! So many drops. They set passes. a record. They set Did a they? record for oh drop passes God. in a game. Ten dropped passes in a single game, which feels low. It does. Well, I mean, I guess it feels low because because one of the drops, there was a drop in the end zone. Like three of them Wilson, came on the final drive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And and still and still, Matt Barkley was able to get that offense down to into the red zone. And fit in a pass, I believe it was on second down, into the end zone, that hit uh, Marquise Wilson in the chest. He was all alone. He was all alone. He did the Vernon Davis jump to catch routine. He didn't need to do. It was right there in the bread basket, and it just pops out. Just And that, I mean, that would have been, you know, assuming the extra point goes, which, which is we never can't an assume assumption, anymore. which is never an assumption. That would have been uh, the go-ahead score at the very least, the tying score. But but couldn't get it done. Uh, the Titans. You know what's not really worth talking about? What? Jaguars Bills. Yep. 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 The, neither of these teams are making the playoffs. Uh, there was a. I do want to give one shout out to the refs being terrible and screwing the Jaguars over mm-hmm. at one point mm-hmm. for being dumb. I I can't remember exactly what happened but it had to do with them screwing up a spot or something like that and then the jaguars being unable to challenge something i yeah. think that, that neither of these teams are going to make the playoffs no nope. they both have major flaws gus bradley is basically a dead man yeah, he's on, on the sideline bills are just bills at this point Lashawn mccoy had a long run yeah let's move on yeah sammy watkins did okay but yep we can move on that's fine by me Bengals, ravens Ravens keep in pace for the top of the AFC North, which might be the worst division in football. Bengals, Bengals are finally officially fully done. They're, yeah, yeah. This was their one chance. They had three wins, and if they won this game, they were still in the race. That's how pathetic yep. this division is. Yep. But with this, I think it's officially done. The Bengals are toast. They had no offense. They lost on a strip sack fumble when they had a chance to win at the end because mm-hmm. Terrell Suggs and his horrible, I hate Terrell Suggs. <laughs> I, I, he's just a bad person. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And, true. and he has, he's like 90% gums. Yep. Yep. Bengals, Bengals are done. If the Browns beat anyone, it's going to be the Bengals. I'm pretty much yeah. convinced of that right now. Yeah. I, that, that is looking like, I still don't the think Bengals are going to be the one win. Yep. Yeah, that that is very very possible that the Bengals are the one win. And and if you asked me that two weeks ago, I you know I wouldn't have said that. Cardinals lost to the Falcons. Falcons rolled with that offense with a guy that they got from Cleveland who came out of nowhere and had a probably had the touchdown of the week. Jeez, I was I was I'm in Atlanta right now and I was watching that live with a bunch of Atlanta fans and that run. Um, <clears throat> By Gabriel, I can't I can't remember his first name right now, but there was one like one really good juke, and then it was just good good running. Yeah, it was good running. Everyone around Taylor Gabriel. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and then and then like there was this one little hesitation move, stutter step at the end that made Patrick Peterson take with the the wrong take the wrong angle. It didn't even make him miss. It was just like. He, he kind it looked of like he was going to go shimmy. cut to the outside, and Patrick Peterson pretended he was going to go to the outside, but then he went on the inside, and it was like, boom. 
A plus Falcons. It was Cardinals. a great game to watch. Cardinals, Cardinals. What the hell, though? The the NFC Championship game from last year feels so Jeez. long ago. It does. It really Both does. Both these teams have fallen so far. They've changed a lot too. I mean, David Johnson has has uh, has emerged as a you know a, a, a stud, but like at the same time, where where has the defense really gone? Where where has all where has this kind of well rounded uh, offense gone. This very balanced offense gone. It wasn't always an aerial attack from from the Cardinals, right? It was. It was always no. the the identity of the Cardinals has has changed. Uh, some of like a bit of it is for the better. A lot of it is for the worse. Cardinals are toast. Mm-hmm. They toast. Yeah, they, they toast. They toast. Um, they here's toast. So here is an important statistic. For, for you regarding the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, okay. Muhammad Sanu. Yes. Second second uh, leading receiver on the day. So uh, you got the Sanu Canoe going, and you, there's no stopping it. The Sanu Canoe. Sanu is your number two. Yep. And he should always yep. be your number two. Yep. Because Sanu owns. He's the key to victory in that's, this league. That's true. That's if Sanu true. gets hurt, the Falcons are toast. Uh, Book yep. It. Yep. Book it. <laughs> Giants did not disappoint no. me, although it was kind of a rough first half. Yeah, because... and you were you were scared for a bit there. Uh, I was scared until about midway through the fourth quarter because yeah. they weren't putting them away. Yeah, and that's well, that is always scary, you know. the The Giants, the Giants, and a whole bunch of other teams in the in this league. Honestly, uh, the Browns they they put up fights. They yeah. don't win. They have never won, but they put up fights. <laughs> Josh McCown threw for, you know, 322 yards. Which, which I is... feel like half of that came on the one play. Yeah. <laughs> from the <laughs> deep in the end zone that went true. for a bazillion miles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was okay because two plays later, boom, strip sack, mm-hmm. ball falls into JPP's eight-fingered hands, mm-hmm. and he runs all the way to the end the zone. The house. And that... That was more or less the play that iced the game. Yeah. Even though the Browns still had a chance after that, that was more or less the play that iced the game. Yep. But then they went and they scored an immediate touchdown right after that, which kept it within one score. And then the Giants went down and they scored another Odell Beckham second TD. Yeah. And that then it was it was over. The Browns probably could have won this game if they hadn't turned the ball over like what four times. A bajillion times. times. Yeah. It was a uh, it was a lot. <laughs> It, it was a lot of times. There was a lot of times. The Browns, they Brownsed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was the Giants' most definitive win of the season. They've never won another game by more yeah. than seven points. So, I mean, this is the team they should have beaten by more than seven points, and I'm glad they did. It gives them the second-best record in the NFC. It gives them a two-game buffer on everyone else fighting for a wild mm-hmm. card, mm-hmm. which is good because the Giants' upcoming schedule is the Steelers – the Lions, the Eagles, the Redskins, and the Cowboys. That's, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a that's tough. a rough row. Yeah. So that two game buffer is probably going to not guarantee them a playoff spot, but make it significantly easier. Right. They've got they've got a bit of a cushion going into that. And that defense, I I I poo pooed Mr. Spagnolo, and I questioned some of the acquisitions we made but i i'm gonna have i'm gonna have to give it up yeah it seems like it's pulled itself together into something good yeah yeah your secondary isn't as as dog shit as it as it had seemed earlier on janoris jenkins has been a good pickup Mm -hmm. uh damon harrison snacks has been fantastic especially yesterday he was fantastic yesterday Landon Collins, even though he wasn't an acquisition, he has been playing at defensive player of the year levels. Mm -hmm. And JPP is going to win defensive player of the week because he three sacks, a strip, and a fumble recovery technically for a touchdown. Like, no other defender had a better game than that. Well, no, no, no. Shut your face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not allowing you to counter that. I, my podcast, my rules. Okay. I'll edit it okay. out if you do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Rams. Saints. Yeah. Um. That was just ugly. It was. It really. It Jared really Goff was. got a touchdown. Yeah, he, he got his first one. 
Yay. It was a really nice pass. It was. It was. Um, I'm struggling with what, what to say about this game because, I mean, this was how a lot of people thought this game was going to go. Maybe not this badly, but... I it mean, looked for a while like the Rams and their vaunted defense was going to have a 50-burger dropped on them. And they basically did, if you round up by one point. So, yeah, now everyone's just kind of wondering what kind of history was between Williams and Peyton because Peyton just laid it on Greg Williams' mm -hmm. Rams defense. So mm -hmm. there, there's that drama that only people close will know and we'll never find out yeah. as the American public. So we can only speculate. All the, all the players were like, there is... Yeah. And, and, and the pressers and stuff, they were all kind of laughing about that. And that was fun. You know, that was always mm -hmm. fun to, to see, but... Not much else to talk about. No, no, not really, other than revenge. 49ers, Dolphins. Okay, listen. Colin Kaepernick, and I've been standing for him since he got the start. Colin Kaepernick looked really, really good that game. Had, he had a great game. He had an he had a really great game, and and it'll go down as an L. And but he deserved better uh, than the L that he got. He that, deserves better than the team that he's on. That's that's also true. That he's working on and like it's clear. Like last year, Kaepernick had better talent around him the past couple of years, and he looked bad. But whatever has happened, he's fixed. Mm -hmm. I think his his mental, which is what I always said his problem was, was it was mental. It wasn't physical. Mm -hmm. He seems to have ironed that out, but he's now surrounded on a terrible team with some of the worst, no talent on that team at all. Yeah, the, de None. the defense None is all. bad. The, like, there are very few receiving threats. Uh, Torrey Smith is probably their best receiver, and that, like, oof, oof, oof. And not that he's bad, but, like, you know. He's not a number one. No, no, he's not. <laughs> He, he's at best a stretch the field number two. Exactly. Well, right. And that's at best. Um, yeah. Like 49ers are trash. Yeah. And it, it, the Browns could legitimately end up in second place for the draft order if they managed to win a game because it, the 49ers are this bad. It broke my heart to see Colin Kaepernick come up after, after engineering that amazing, amazing game ending drive. Down to down to what like the uh, they got to like the five, the five yeah. yard line uh, of Miami, and then to to see him tuck it down, and as soon as he tucked it, I was like, he's it's he's, not gonna work. You could see all the guys in front. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. But I, but but first of all, he got more than I thought he did, and once he started to make contact, I was like, he might push through it, and, and then, then he got leveled, and then he got leveled two yards short, and it. Uh, Man, it just like I I wanted that to to end. Yeah, think what well. you want about him for his activism or whatever. He had a great game, and he is clearly the best quarterback on that roster. There's no debate. Kaepernick is good again. He's he's worth. He's he is a starter. He is a starting level NFL quarterback. Absolutely. And I don't think that is arguable at this point anymore. Listen, man, if Matt Barkley is starting. <laughs> Anything like is this possible. game this this would have been like forty two to thirteen if Blaine Gabbard had started this game. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Also, I'll stand let's praise, for Blaine Gabbard all day. Let's also take a moment, praise the Dolphins. They are now the sixth seed in the AFC. We <laughs> left them for dead. Ah. And look at this. That's great. What, what has happened? That's great. Good good <laughs> good for them. Uh Tannehill looks good on the day. Not to I don't wanna spend too much time, you know. Talking about Kaepernick, I do want to give credit to the to the Dolphins because they did look good today. Jay Ajay was actually bottled up uh, by the defense, but Tannehill kind of led a passing attack that just being too much. I'm still not convinced that he team. deserves to keep the job, but this is this this team has proven people wrong. So good for you, Dolphins. It's true. Good good for you. Thumbs up. Mm -hmm. A plus approval. Mm -hmm. Chargers Texans. <laughs> Brock Osweiler is an extremely bad quarterback. Yes, oh yes he is. Oh yes. When he I is. heard when I heard the announcers last week talk about how Brock Osweiler used to play basketball in high school for obvious reasons because he's basically can dunk without taking his yeah. feet off the ground. Yep. But the first thought that came into my head was maybe he should have kept doing that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. The Texans' offense was better last year with Brian Hoyer and Brandon Whedon. Oh my God! Than the guy that they gave seventy-two million dollars worth. That's what man. That's, that's what the Broncos will do. Holy! That's sh- the I mean, Broncos. This, the Texans. The Texans' offense. They have DeAndre Hopkins. Pretty much all he yeah. has to do is do what Matt Stafford did in his early years and just chuck it up to Hopkins. <laughs> there you go. That's all you got to do. Yep. He's going to make at least 50% of those catches yep. because he's DeAndre Hopkins. And he can't even do that. He can't even do that. His nope. average pass probably goes for a shorter distance than him. <laughs> <laughs> just fall forward every play. Yeah. Like, you know, do a direct oh snap, line him up right behind the line of scrimmage and have Brock him fall forward. Terrible. He's he's really bad, dude. He's, he's really bad. He's, he's really bad. Chargers won. It's they should have won again. by more. I, I do want to say that. More. They should have won by more. They could they couldn't really get Melvin Gordon going at all. You know, Philip Rivers, though, did what he usually does when the running game isn't going and he just like throws for a million yards. Which is which is great. Um, but they they, they I like really watching Philip Rivers do Philip Rivers thing. That's true. It was entertaining. That's true. And hey, uh, good on Dontrell Inman. He had a he had himself a hell of a game. Seahawks at Buccaneers. So this was hilarious. Ah, this was really really. So the funny. Seahawks finally looked like they were going to be a dominant NFC team, challenging the Cowboys, mm-hmm. probably a Super Bowl pick. And mm-hmm. then they go into Tampa and lay the biggest egg. Well, then no, they did. They didn't lay an egg. Okay, they scored a whole five points. Don't be mean. <laughs> oh, man. So this game kind of sucked. It started really fun. It started off really fun. The Buccaneers got off to a 14 nothing lead, especially with Mike Evans just lit up the board early on, especially over Richard Sherman. Yeah, I was going to say, Richard Sherman did not look well. Ugh. He did not look well. My favorite moment yeah. was when him and Evans were basically holding on to each other mm-hmm. for on the Evans touchdown, mm-hmm. and then the touchdown was called, and Sherman immediately starts complaining like he wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Like, I like you, Sherman, but no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. He's, he's, Seahawks, oh, man, that was that was the worst I'd seen their offense be in a long time. Mm-hmm. They've, they've like, Russ can win these games. He, he he's can. done it before. I've seen this offense, even with their problems, do better against better defenses than the Buccaneers. Buccaneers defense isn't good, but they looked great. They against did. Against the Seahawks. They really did, and their their offense was, was good. Uh, you know, it was... By the way, this game should have been... 21 to 5 mm-hmm. because the Buccaneers got completely screwed over on a phantom hands to the face call yep, on that didn't a touchdown exist. late in the game. Yep. Didn't exist. They couldn't find it on the replay. It was nope. not there. And the nope. next play, Jameis was picked off <laughs> when it should have been a touchdown. Like, to, to see, it should have been a 21 to 5 game. Yeah. The Buccaneers, they they won. However, ding, ding, ding. Robert Aguayo missed the field. He did. He did. He he did. We can add one to the one to the counter. We're back. We're back to normalcy in the kicking in 2006. Yeah, yeah. After after a really bizarre week, mm-hmm. we are back to normal. Mm-hmm. Robert Aguayo misses a kick, and everyone else mostly makes them. Yep. There, I was, I was, I was surprised. I was looking this up. There apparently has been a five to fourteen score in the NFL before, which I thought was very interesting. That is kind of interesting. <laughs> I feel like the Seahawks are participants in a lot of those weird scores that never happened. Yeah, games. yeah. It's because their defense is so weird. Like, I, and their offense is bad, too. Like, I think that's the bigger the bigger. Yeah, uh, their thing offense this is year, real bad. Their offense is bad, and their defense is, uh, let's say, capricious. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, big word from Sam Gray. Thank for you. Intentional sounding. <laughs> Sam's been reading his thesaurus and dictionary. It's true. Good for you, Sam. I've got both of them out right here, and I'm like looking up uh, synonyms for cool football play right now. You know what's not a cool football play? What? The Jets. No, no, no. And oh, man, <laughs> I wanted them to be a cool football play this week. However, they did get the butt touchdown. Yep. Oh, the butt down. Yeah. The butt down. Patriots won. It was a closer game than I think anyone would have expected. So I moral victory. The 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 Jets the Jets had the Jets should not feel good about this game because they had so many chances to win it. So many chances. They really got after Tom Brady. 
and uh, that's how you beat Tom Brady. Yeah, it, it is. Up. It is, and and it seemed like they were doing almost everything right, and and they just couldn't they couldn't close it out. Matt Forte had some like key mistakes that that ended up I, I mean I'm not going to say it cost them the game it was kind of death by a million cuts right but I, I, when you know when when Gronk goes out and and you're getting after the quarterback and you're you only really need to key on on Dion Lewis, LeGarrette Blunt and Edelman right mm-hmm they they did have they had the best chance they were ever going to at beating at beating the Patriots here and I'm I'm really sad they couldn't do it. Not that I like the Jets, right? No, Jets Jets fans are are almost as terrible as Patriots fans. But uh, I'm not gonna say that. I think Jets fans are better than Patriots fans. Oh, they're I, bitter. I said they're they're bitter husks of people. But I don't think it's close. Oh, I didn't say. I well, I did say it was I close. You, you almost said it was as close. bad. You said almost as bad, and I disagree. Fair enough. Panthers at Raiders. This was if the next game hadn't happened, this would have been game of the week. Got got to yeah, dude. I I loved I loved watching this game. So the only thing I like, as great as this game was, like the Raiders went out doing Raiders things, and then Derek Carr hurt his finger, mm-hmm. and the Panthers mounted an incredible comeback to go ahead. Then the Raiders tied it up, or just went ahead right at the end. Just, just incredible game. I want to talk about Bill Romanowski. <laughs> okay, Be- because it was getting spread around. He made. A tweet, as Bill Romanowski does, and if Bill Romanowski, he's a crazy person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's, there's really no other way to put it. Bill Romanowski is an insane, crazy person. He is so messed up. He took so many weird painkillers. He took, he, he was. I'm I'm kind of convinced that if he didn't play football, he'd be some sort of serial killer. He's he is he is messed up, and he tweeted that broken finger of Carr has gotten into his head. I dislocated a finger, and I was ready to chop it off to show nothing can get in my way. He said that like that's somehow not how a crazy person thinks. Yeah, he also, if I remember right, he tweeted that when when Carr was actually driving the field. coming back into the game yeah, yeah. And, and like he wasn't doing anything wrong it was just so yeah first off God. it's you, you, he says this like this isn't the ramblings of a crazy person yeah right right second problem with this he played linebacker <laughs> He's not a quarterback. Fingers are a little bit more important, important for a quarterback, especially for your throwing hand. Yeah. We, we saw it last year with the Bengals. The Bengals season got tanked because Andy Dalton hurt his finger and they had to put in A.J. McCarron. Mm-hmm. It was over after at that point. Bill Romanowski, he's a coked up, complete idiot. But I hope he never goes away because nuggets like these are so entertaining. Oh, they're fun. They, they, make, uh, <laughs> they make our job easier for sure. I I get the sense that you hear the stories about Ronnie Lott chopping his finger off mm-hmm. and everything so he can mm-hmm. play football, and we praise that. But as tough as that is, I still don't think that makes Ronnie Lott cool. He One, he sacrificed the head of, what, his pinky? Yeah. Like, yeah. like half his pinky, which is probably the least important section of finger on your entire hand you're looking at that and you're like i'm gonna sacrifice a digit on my hand for the rest of my life so that i can get out there and tackle a little bit more eh, i don't i don't know if that's a mentality that should get as much praise as it it's does. it's a crazy person's mentality it's a crazy like person i mentality. it is don't yeah so what'd you think of this game sam uh raiders panthers i i just loved it i I love watching the Raiders, man, and I love watching Michael Crabtree. I love watching Derek Carr put together these drives. And here, here's the thing. I was rooting throughout this whole game, uh, especially in the fourth quarter, I was rooting for the other team to win, right? I was rooting for, uh, well, not to win. I was rooting for whoever had the ball 
to come back and like take the lead again, right? So like when the Raiders went up, I was rooting for the Panthers to come back and, and put together a drive. But then when the Raiders got the ball back, I was rooting for them to, you know, put the game away. It was just so... Games like this are fun to watch, and I'm sure Cam Newton is super pissed, and I'm sure, you know, Fozzie Whitaker is super pissed, and and Kelvin Benjamin is super pissed that uh, his amazing catch, like, didn't really matter, right, at the end yeah. of the day. But, but at the same time, just how friggin' awesome. I thought the uh, Panthers were going to win when the Raiders... The Raiders had to kick that field goal with very, very yep. poor time management. Yes. Awful they gave time the Panthers management. back the ball, and the Raiders' defense is still pretty crap. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, but they came up. Khalil Mack had, did. A, had himself a play, yep. and they won the game. Good for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. They contain, they, they're still in control of the AFC. They have won their, they have gotten their first winning season. In 14 years, yeah, I, I saw that stat, and I like I kind Which of almost is kind it. of incredible. It's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So all those Raiders fans who were in like grade school last time they were a good team are now experiencing the Raiders being good mm-hmm. for the first time since then, and it's just good for the Raiders. Good for them. They I, are a they are a feel good story this year. I'll be interested to see how long they can keep this up. I. Uh, I don't know. I think cars are real deal. I think. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like in terms of year over year, and and how uh, how badly they will be hurt by turnover in the off season. Because I think that. Uh, well, everyone's going to want to play for them once they move to Vegas. <laughs> I'm not dignifying that with a response, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the best game ever. Yeah, really, really, we were tweeting this whole time, and and the because we had the prop bet on this, we did. And we were also making this very quickly, and you can you can pinpoint the moment because it's when I stop tweeting. You can pinpoint the moment this like we realized, or at least I realized that this game was was not really to be made fun of, just to be enjoyed. You know, you sit back and watch it, and and you have fun. And it was, it was after the first quarter, and it was when it was. I think when Trevor Simeon like threw his first pass that was like twenty something yards through the air, and I just kind of stopped and I was like, no, nah, I just kind of want to watch this game now. The first quarter was terrible. It was well, it, the first quarter was kind of what we expected, right? Like it the was first quarter two was two mediocre zero. offenses facing two great defenses mm-hmm. and the predictable result of no score. Mm-hmm. This game looked like it was going to be a 10 to seven crap fest. Yeah. For the entire real stinker. First quarter. Real stinker. Yeah. Then, then, then we had a safety. Then we had a safety. And then we had a return on the free kick. Yep. Yep. Which hasn't happened since 2009. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Ty- Tyreek Hill. Then man. the game suddenly got interesting. After that, then Denver scores, and Denver pretty much, Denver scored. They got to 10 points mm-hmm. to go ahead of the Chiefs. Then the Chiefs scored a touchdown. Yeah, to take the lead once 16. again. And then Denver looked like they were pulling away yeah. after this. They yeah. get up to 24, and it just looks like the Broncos are going to eventually, okay, they take an eight this point game is lead. being settled down. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be over. The Broncos are mm-hmm. going to win. And then the Chiefs come back. They do. Oh, man. Uh, Alex Smith puts together a hell of a drive. A hell of a drive. And they get this touchdown in the final minute that's – it It doesn't look like a touchdown, but because he doesn't have full possession of the ball yeah. while yeah, the he's being down. touched and doesn't obtain uh-huh. possession until after he's in the end zone and gets the touchdown because of that. And then they get the tying two-point conversion. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All of a sudden, this game is going into overtime when it looked like it was over t- mm-hmm. 10 minutes ago. And then the so overtime, good. they both score on field goals. Mm-hmm. And then they go, and at that point, after the after the Chiefs tied it up with the answering field goal to keep it at 27 to 27, and it went to sudden death, you're sitting there, and there's five minutes left in the game, and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. 
Is this going to happen again? Is this going to happen again? And I didn't want to tie. Yeah. I don't know if you did. A lot of people were screaming, aha, ties, ties. No, we're never going to top six to six. No, that's, yeah, it's never going to happen. That was a nihilistic masterpiece of a game that will not be tied. And this wasn't. It wasn't. This was not a nihilistic game. This was this game was legitimately fun. Yes. The only reason the second tie this season was fun is because it happened literally a week after, and it happened in London. Mm-hmm. This tie would not have been half as satisfying as either of those ties. Mm-hmm. So I was I was really rooting for someone to win. Yeah. I honestly was rooting for the Broncos to win on a sixty-two yard field yep, goal. Same. Because and, but, I people are giving Bill O'Brien or not Bill O'Brien, but Gary Kubiak crap for going for a 62 yard field goal. the record is 64 it's in denver where the ball flies a little bit farther well no also no that was great also also here's the thing the 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 decision there was do you want to win the game or do you want to tie yeah and and no i respect football i respect kubiak so much for going for that kick and i don't think he should be chastised for that it was it, at all it was you want to punt there no 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 yeah you if no. you punt you Your are ensuring a tie you are ensuring yeah. a tie if you punt oh, or at least you don't play mostly. for the tie you don't you play, play for, for the, the tie win. you play for the win and i think i i i guarantee you man you give you you tell kubiak like would you make the same decision again he he would, he would. every single time and it's the right decision you it was a terrible kick but I yeah. respect the hell out of him for going for it, and I think anyone who says otherwise is one of those conservative dum dums. Yeah, listen, I, I don't want to put too much of that on McManus. Obviously, like he wanted to get his whole friggin' like all of the power he could into into the ball, and it had the distance. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just like, you know, it was off target, right? So, listen, that's a hard kick to make. It's a hard decision for a coach to make, but both like. The decision was was correct. You can't blame Brandon McManus for for missing it. You know, it's it just happens sometimes. It's a sixty yard kick. What are you gonna do? But if if that I mean, the Chiefs still drama, had to get two first downs right. into to get into field goal territory. So it's not like if they miss that kick, well, the Chiefs they automatically win. And that's what ter- people are territory. saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. But here's the thing: if that wasn't enough kicking drama for you. Oh my goodness. God. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't believe I I'm going to admit it. When I saw the doink, I thought it was no. I I thought it was a miss. I thought yeah. I yeah. thought it was a miss. I thought we were And I had to sit game. there for another 10 seconds before I realized, wait, that went in. They signaled that in because the Denver Broncos fans are cheering, mm-hmm. the Broncos players mm-hmm. are cheering, the Chiefs players are like, "Uh," and then all of a sudden the opposite starts to cheer. Yeah. And yeah. Like, wait a minute. And you see the refs signal that it went in and they show the replay of it going behind the other bar somehow. And you realize, Oh my God, they actually made that kick. Yep. Yep. Santos Santos. If you, if you guys didn't see the game, first of all, you should, you should watch the, the video if and you have the like NFL call, replay or whatever. There's, there, I mean, there's, there's gotta be, it's gotta be on Twitter um, or yeah. like somewhere where you can just watch the, the call. Of the, That's true. Um, Don't give the NFL money. Watch yeah. it on YouTube or something. Yeah, please. Um, but but the that call of of the kick where where they were saying like you know he he bounces it off the uprights from like thirty five yards out and and listening to the announcers slowly well not slowly but listening to the announcers realize that yeah he donked it off the uh, Santos donked it off the uprights but it still went in. Like legitimate surprise and legitimate surprise doesn't happen to NFL announcers nearly, nearly enough. And listening to Chris Collins, um, Chris Collinsworth and Mike Tirico actually be kind of surprised and and overcome with childlike glee at this wonderful, wonderful ending to a football game. Uh, it was a holiday treat. The Broncos deserved to win that game. Is 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 what I'm gonna say. <laughs> they were outplaying the Chiefs pretty much, or at least their offense was outplaying the Chiefs' offense at pretty much every turn. I did end up winning the bet. Uh, yes. Trevor Simeon actually ended up kind of throwing the ball way, like way down the field, 
uh, late in that game. Alex Smith's way down the field was three yards. I think Alex Smith's longest attempt through the air was like nine, maybe. <laughs> so you'll see that picture up later this week on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot, Sam. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to run through this at lightning speed. Yes. Okay. Let's do that. I'm going to, you're just going to instinctual say, who you think yep. you're not going to think about it you're not going to give any reasoning perfect you're just going to say immediately perfect who perfect it's going to win all right cowboys vikings uh cowboys cowboys we got to pick chiefs oh, we are i'm sorry we already picked uh green bay eagles last week we both yes. picked eagles i'm sorry go ahead chiefs falcons falcons lions saints lions 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 i also picked the falcons for the last yeah one. rams patriots patriots <laughs> Patriots is is there a debate? No. Broncos Jaguars. Broncos. Oh my god. <laughs> Broncos. Texans Packers. Ooh, Packers. Packers. Yeah. I'm going to pick Packers. Yeah. It's in Lambo. Eagles Bengals. Eagles. Eagles. Dolphins Ravens. Dolphins. Dolphins. No, I'm picking Ravens. Okay, okay, fair enough. I'm picking Ravens. Fair enough. 49ers, Bears. Niners. Ooh, yeah. picking Niners. Yeah. Picking Niners. I'm going to pick the Bears. Okay. Bills, Raiders. 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 Giants, Steelers. Ah, this one's hard, actually, though. I'm the Steelers, obviously. Yeah, um, I'm going to pick the Steelers as well. Mm-hmm. Redskins, Cardinals. Uh, Redskins. Redskins. Buccaneers, Chargers. Bucks. Chargers. I'm going with the I'm going to pick the Chargers. Okay. Panthers, Seahawks. <laughs> Panthers. Panthers, but... Panther, uh... Panthers at the Seahawks? I'm going Seahawks, okay, fa- Fair enough, fair enough. I, you know, I, I think the Panthers take this one. I think they, uh, I think they steal one. Colts, Jets. Oh my God! That's the Monday night that's game. Monday Colts, night. Jets. They couldn't oh somehow flex that. Wow. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, uh, I just threw up a little in my mouth. Oh, well, Andrew Luck's that's... presumably going to be back, so there's at least that, right? Oh, so the two best question mark beards in football <laughs> are going at each other. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm taking the Colts, I guess, but. Oh yeah, my man. god, that's the somebody thought that was a good matchup for Monday night. Oh my oh, oh. Alright. We just went through them all. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Colts as well. Which we're gonna we'll, we'll talk a little bit about some of these matchups before we're gone. Mm-hmm. Um we're going to have our prop bet this week on Texans Packers. Two teams that are thoroughly disappointing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pick who is going to have the better QBR. That kind of dumb stat a, such a from ESPN. Stat. You know, things that measure clutch, which is a thing yeah. that can be measured. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that, that can totally be measured. You totally understand that. You can you can tangibilize intangible. Yeah. That was a sentence that I just tried to make. <laughs> they wouldn't call them intangibles if you couldn't make them tangible, right? That's how that works. Exactly. That's how words exactly. work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you are taking Brock Osweiler. Yeah, I think I think I think Brock Osweiler is going to have a better QBR in in this game than Aaron Rodgers is, and that's a, a sense bold, that just a came bold out of my statement, Sam. Yeah, yeah. A bold, <laughs> bold statement. So, what do we do with the win? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the other person, if we win, has to. Say something really nice about a rival team. Yep. So if I win, obviously, which I will because Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, Sam has to say nice things about the Packers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if the Texans win somehow, and Brock Osweiler proves me wrong somehow, I have to say nice things about the Eagles. It should be fun. It should be. And it's going to be just like the pizza one from two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, we'll, we'll like time it, and uh, one of us will probably cry. It'll probably be me. Don't worry about it. It'll there be will, fine. There will be crying. Are there any 
any of these other matchups that we want to kind of like you have to dig into a little bit? On? You know, 49ers Bears, I'm going to be watching with a lot of interest because I, you know, I want to, I want, I want Colin Kaepernick to continue his train of success, I guess. Um, the the only other one that I'm I'm really interested in is is Panthers Seahawks just to I mean I don't know like to to see what happens with these two really disappointing squads I think I think Buccaneers Chargers and Chiefs Falcons will probably be the best games of the week uh, with with the possibility that Redskins Cardinals kind of finds finds its way in there somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, I mean, there are some good games on the slate. Just not many of them are in are in the primetime slots. Lions Saints will probably be a good game. Dolphins Ravens will will probably be a good game. I'm Giants actually ca- be a good game. Giants Steelers will probably be a good game. I'm. This is a. If the Giants can win this game, then I I feel like they're going to lock up a wild card slot. Yeah. Yeah. But, but this is. This is going to be tough, especially in Pittsburgh. But sure. the, Giant, the Giants' weakness is their offense, and the Steelers' weakness is their defense. And with those two matched up, I think the Giants can come out on top. Mm-hmm. The question is, can the Giants' defense contain the Steelers' offense? This, yeah. this is a good matchup because the weaknesses complement each other and the strengths complement each other. Right. So, but I think I think the, the Giants' defense is... is a lot better than the Steelers defense is. So you're not going to run into that problem that you have with Ben but Roethlisberger. I think the Steelers offense is significantly better than the Giants offense. That's yeah, that's also true. I, you're going to want to avoid a shootout, right? If you're, um, yeah. if you're, if you're the Giants, because Ben Roethlisberger just wins those. So if, if they can, if they can bottle him up, that that will be the key i think i think that if let let's 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 say this if if the score like if the total score is anywhere above say like 50 points i think the steelers will win will win the game that's a good point. right like if if the both if both teams I can agree combine for like over 50 mm-hmm. i think that's i think the steelers win i'm probably most excited this week to see Chiefs Falcons. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'm also fairly excited to see Dak Prescott play a defense that's actually good. Yeah. The Cowboys are going to win because the Vikings offense is absolutely atrocious, but Dak hasn't really faced a good defense since week 1 with the Giants. Yep. So, I'm really kind of curious to see how he handles that. I'm 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 very curious curious because this will also be the first and you know I love talking about the Cowboys offensive line. This will be the first mm-hmm. time that they are legitimately tested by a team that likes to blitz a lot blitz. and bring the heat mm-hmm. and can. Not just they not yes. not just it's not just part of their game plan. They are very good at doing it. So we'll we'll see, man. Dak Dak hasn't really been under pressure all that often. And he's been a little rattled when he has been. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm interested to see that game. I agree. But that'll that'll be it. Um, again, sorry we recorded this on Monday. So if you're an Eagles fan and your team just won, um, here's a audio middle finger to you. <laughs> if you're a Packers fan and your team just won, um, I hate you too, but good job. <laughs> All right. This this would have been this is a good week to win. So there 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 it is. So. Yeah. Anything you want to say, Sam? No, that's 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 about it. Uh, then why don't you play us out? <laughs> yeah, can do. Uh, you can follow me at Sam Grizzeses, S A M G R E S Z E S E S E S on Twitter. Um, I'm also a writer for Yard Barker, so you can follow me there. We might have some video content coming up that I am involved in, so keep an eye out for that as well coming up this week. You can also follow me on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. I will be back doing streams for Yard Barker this Friday. So if you follow, if you follow me on Twitter, you can keep up with all of that. Yay. What are you going to be streaming? Uh, FIFA. Is it what I think it is? No. FIFA. It's, That's not what I thought it I was. Can't, I can't stream Pokemon Sun. 
because good. I made you say the word first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I deliberately know. played it. <laughs> make you say the word first. Fair. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm gonna be I'm assuming everything goes okay. Uh, I'm gonna be streaming FIFA 17 and kind of talking about what makes a sports game story mode good. So there we go. Interesting idea, Sam. Thank you. Interesting idea. I'm Play Dave. You can find me on Twitter at DrawPlayDave, on Facebook at the Play Comic, on Patreon, and of course on the Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>